0: At Alina Health, we care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole.
1: ERP or platelet-rich plasma therapy, is an emerging technique for sports medicine and those who are suffering from chronic athletic-related pain. This therapy has gained a lot of interest after a number of high-profile athletes have received injections and gotten great relief from it. My guest today is Dr. Robbie Bershow. He's a sports medicine physician with sports and orthopedic specialists at Alina. Welcome to the show, Dr. Bershow. So what is PRP, or platelet-rich plasma therapy?
0: Sure. Well, thanks, Melanie, for, for having me on. Uh, PRP is one of the newer sort of what we call regenerative therapies that, that as you noted, have become increasingly prevalent uh, in the fields of orthopedics and sports medicine over, over the past several years. And the basic idea is that PRP can augment or enhance the body's own healing ability and in certain settings. And and the reason that that's important is that while traditionally we think of musculoskeletal injuries like sprains or broken bones as acute injuries that the body heals, there are a number of conditions where the body either doesn't or can't fully recover problems, Uh, for example, like chronic tendon degeneration that we would see with tennis elbow or jumper's knee. So in those instances with those conditions, using the PRP can help stimulate the body to sort of restart an active healing process, uh, especially when other therapies haven't been effective.
1: So how does it work and what can a patient expect? Is this a big shot? Is this something that takes a while to work? Explain the process a little.
0: Sure. Well, the the most important is that when we do the shots, we use a tiny needle. So that's the most important thing.
1: That's very important.
0: So no, I mean, generally speaking, um, you know, the procedure though it sounds fairly complex, and though the science behind it is somewhat uh, complex, the procedure itself is not that uh, not that big of a deal. Um, basically, the way the way that it works is that uh, PRP allows us to deliver a person's own specific growth factors and healing factors directly to injured tissue. Um, the way that we do this is is that you know if a patient comes into the office, you know we draw their blood right in the office, and then right away we spin that down in in a centrifuge, uh, which separates the blood into three layers: first the red blood cells, which uh, primarily carry oxygen; second, the plasma, which is sort of the fluid or the water portion of blood; and then third, a thin layer of both platelets and white blood cells, and While we typically think of platelets as being responsible for forming clots, like when you nick yourself shaving. Platelets also act as little capsules that contain a large number of those growth factors our bodies use to heal injured tissue. So after the blood is spun down in the centrifuge, a concentrated amount of those platelets are collected with the plasma fluid, and that's where it gets the name, platelet-rich plasma. So once it's been collected, um, which generally is a small blood draw, 10 to 15 cc's, you know, one or two tubes if you're used to getting your blood drawn. Uh, you know, once that's been collected, we spin it down, and then usually it's about four or five cc's that we inject into the desired area. And oftentimes we'll use our ultrasound machine in the office just to help ensure accurate placement. So the whole process takes somewhere along the lines of, 30 to 45 minutes just because of all the steps. But again, the actual act of injecting it is pretty minimal. It's like getting any other injection you would have in your body.
1: Are there some people, Dr. Bershow, that are not candidates who would be a good candidate? And how long does it take to see results from PRP?
0: Yeah, great, great question. So You know, most patients are uh, ABLE candidates because it's not that invasive of a procedure. Uh, There aren't a lot of contraindications to doing it. The main one being uh, sometimes if patients are on blood thinners or anticoagulants, uh, because when we do the procedure, we do some associated needling with it um, that can cause some increased bleeding. Otherwise, for the most part, there, there are aren't uh, aren't a number of contraindications. People that would be uh, good candidates um, are, are anyone who has sort of more of that uh, chronically injured tissue, uh, especially tendons, which again can become degenerated often through overuse. So people who have tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, Achilles tendinosis at the ankle, patellar tendinosis at the knee. Uh, but we also have some good support in the medical literature for other applications such as knee arthritis or partial ligament sprains or sometimes even after surgery to try and promote healing. And it's not an instantaneous benefit that we see. People that have had cortisone injections in the past, sometimes, gosh, I've had that injection and after a couple days or after a week, things felt 100% better. And this is sort of a little bit slower onset to action, but the idea is that it is sort of stimulating that healing process as we're moving forward. And so, um, you know, sometimes uh, uh, it can be up to six weeks or even longer before we see the full benefit, but usually then we're getting good, solid healing and helping the body really recover more fully.
1: So because it helps in this healing process and that these growth factors and the proteins and the platelets can help speed the process, could it be used, because I see so many torn rotators and people have to undergo surgery, could it be used to help speed healing for some of these injuries that we're seeing so prevalent today from golf or from all of these different weekend warrior sports?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the, again, the evidence has been mixed. Uh, there, there are some studies that have shown definite benefit with the rotator cuff specifically, others not as much. Uh, one of the problems with the shoulder specifically is that it is a complex joint and there is a lot that goes into healing of that, of that particular area. But the same general theory applies that where it's going to be helpful with those other chronic tendon injuries in the elbow, in the ankle, in the knee, can also be helpful in the shoulder. Although we use it a little bit less there just because, again, of all the other factors that, that play into that.
1: Dr. Burshaw, with so many people getting cortisone shots, you know, so many times, is there any contraindication between the two? Is there any interaction between a cortisone shot in the same area that you're going to have PRP?
0: Sure. Well, a a lot of the time, especially getting, just because it's a good example, getting back to, you know, tennis elbow, is something that for a long time we used to do cortisone injections very routinely. Uh, And what we've found is that, uh, when we do those over and over again, the cortisone, even though it provides a good short-term relief of pain, oftentimes it's not really healing the underlying condition. And So what can happen is that we're sort of masking that tissue degeneration or degradation. And so over time, uh, that tissue can get more and more injured uh, to the point where we're no longer able to really heal it or or fix it at all. Uh, And so... With the PRP, the idea is that it works differently, whereas we don't get that same initial boost in pain relief, and oftentimes, to be honest, patients feel a little bit worse initially because I put that medication in there and we do sort of needle around the tendon a little bit. You know, pain can be worse initially, but the idea is that it really stimulates that healing response uh, sort of over the over the longer term. Um Sometimes for conditions like arthritis, we will continue to do both. But a lot of these conditions that we formerly used cortisone for, we're moving away from doing that now, Um, you know, With these cases, when it's more of a chronic injury, sometimes the body has simply stopped paying attention to that area. It knows that it's injured, but it also knows that it's not dangerous, so it just decides to wall it off and move on. And the PRP injection sort of sends up a signal flare to the body to let it know that that tissue is still injured, needs to be repaired, and the growth factors in there can really help sort of kickstart that healing process.
1: What a fascinating form of medicine, Dr. Bershow. And in just the last few minutes, give us your best advice, please, about people suffering from chronic injuries, whether from overuse or acute injuries, and how PRP therapy might be able to help them.
0: Sure. Well, my best advice with, with these is that uh, you know, prevention is always very, very important. And so, you know, if we find that patients are starting to move towards the direction of Having this discomfort with activity, having pain, you know, getting in and seeing someone early on can really help with guidance on activity modification or specific therapy exercises. And while PRP is really a sort of terrific and exciting treatment that we have, it's not a standalone treatment and it's not a substitute for physical therapy. So I'm always very clear with patients that, you know, this really, again, helps augment or enhance your body's healing. But it's really very important that we look at the whole picture and couple the PRP with ongoing efforts at physical therapy, with looking at how the body moves, with looking at how we can sort of decrease the stress across these areas so the injuries aren't happening over and over again. Uh, and when we put all of that together, we do really get some excellent results for these conditions that otherwise can be really problematic for patients and, and can become these sort of frustrating, nagging things without a good solution. We've really made some good advances in, in helping those patients heal and get better.
1: Thank you so much. You're listening to the Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.